beautiful people my name is v george smith and i would like to welcome you to the hello beautiful people podcast listen people i want to thank you again for rocking with us another week we are here again this is episode 15 15 15 our first milestone of some sort it's the um it's the fifth one after the tenth one rich so it's like a, it's, it's a milestone. I'll take I'll take that I'll take that milestone. This um, is the fifth one after the day. Yeah, dog. It's fifteen, man. So I got my boy. As you can hear, I got my boy Richard Atticus Martin here. What's going on, brother? What's happening, fam? What's going on, world? How y'all doing? I already messed up. I don't got my air horn ready next to me. I'm tripped. Oh. <laughs> it's like the people need more cowbell, man. You're gonna I'm have to How do I not have that like ready to go? So you ain't no real we, bashment DJ. No, I'm not. I, I'm I, absolutely not. I'm sorry, I'm not. So we um the we got Veronica Moses, she's on the way. We got Talisa Cosby on the way. Um, I'm here. Hey. Hi. What's going on <laughs> with you? Nothing, you know. Max and relax, I can't call it. I hear you. Veronica Moses is here. Max yes. it. Say hi, Veronica. Hi, hello. Grace and peace. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica got saved from Hallelujah Night. Yes. Oh no, no, Hallelujah Night is this Saturday. I had to push back. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you had to postpone because that was definitely one of my questions. Oh, no, I postponed it. It is this Saturday. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Okay. It's about to go down. But um, shout out to you. How was your birthday? It was good. It was a self-care birthday. I got a facial, got my hair done. Had my steak and lobster that I've been wanting with my baby girl, so it was a, it was a really good birthday. Listen, that's not a that's bad not... birthday dinner. Oh one no, thing, steak one and lobster thing Jamaica's and gonna do. One thing Jamaica's gonna do for their birthday if they have no plans, they're gonna eat good. Oh, you, <laughs> huh? you better believe it. They are, they are yeah. going to eat good and enjoy. I ain't going nowhere, but we just gonna have some food here. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> And be at oh, yeah. peace. Mm. I said, they was like, what you doing for your, well, my birthday? Like, what you doing for your birthday? I was like, nothing. <laughs> Not a well, thing, but get, get some chicken. Hello. Well, that is true. That is a very true statement because I had roommates from Jamaica my sophomore, junior, and senior year in college, right? So on my mm-hmm. 21st birthday, like you said, <laughs> If you ain't doing anything else, you're going to eat. So I had a game that night. We lost. So I'm all the way back. Apartment is dark as Jack's. I don't know what's going on, right? All of a sudden, everybody jumps up from behind the couch, turn the lights on. I'm surprised. So I had a surprise joint. It was dope. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I look on the stove. It's every it's, it's everything. You got jerk chicken, curry chicken, brown stew chicken. You got oxtail. Mm-hmm. You got the nobody like white rice, so it was rice and peas all day. Wait, who you don't got, like white rice? 
some of the people, some of the ones I was I with didn't want white rice, so they just I like love, white rice. Oh God, white rice with some oxtail. Oh, go ahead, finish your story, sorry. Good, but you preaching. Keep she, preaching. She getting hungry. Up. How you gonna get hungry? <laughs> Listen, uh, ain't nothing amen, like um have taught about uh, about <laughs> Elijah mm. and the uh, the man of God, his servant. Glory to God. Don't stop amen. preaching, my God. So, what else? Is- White rice with mm. oxtail and gravy, then yes, the cabbage God. on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. The cabbage was there. Mm. The, the cabbage That's was the, right there. The cabbage was definitely Ooh. there. And you know that they, they they don't do they don't do chicken patties too tough, but they definitely had a a tray of beef patties with the hardo bread on deck. I'm not a big fan of coupling the beef patties with another item. <laughs> For real? <laughs> uh, where do you, wait, like since we're gonna cover serious topics today, where do you guys stand on a beef patty as a standalone, or a beef patty with a, a hard dough bread, or a uh, uh, I believe they call it a cocoa bread? Where do you stand <laughs> on that subject? On a standalone, you no, not keep, a beef patty by itself is fine. Uh, it- it for me it depends on the crust because sometimes that crust is just a little too not the fluffy crispy crust that falls off. I might need some cocoa bread. I might, but other than that, I am I'm I'm standalone. If they're left it in the oven too long, it's just ruined. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> it has to have that nice flake. Like yeah. not too not too hard, but nice enough where you bite it and it just crumbs. They try to pick up the crumbs so quick because it tastes so good. <laughs> That's facts, <laughs> though. I prefer I prefer the softer the um softer patty. Though I'm not a I'm not a big flake fan. Ever since like I got my like like facial hair, I've never been a fan. <laughs> of the whole I was about to say, George, censor what, what you're gonna say. Well, I that's why I said what? Wait a wait a no no. <laughs> Cause, Come on, because you kind of were hesitant to say what you had to say. You said ever since you know I got the, I just I got. Uh, I'm Come like, on I now, I'm just, say what's I, about I, to I happen. I really try to just take, I pace out everything I'm saying here, because <laughs> we don't got the, we don't have the bishop here this week to level us out. So I'm Uh-oh. just pacing myself. <laughs> saying what's needed to be said in the correct way. Huh? There, there might be Come a cuss word tonight. Me and a whip. <laughs> oh oh oh. No, 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 no. Won't be no cuss words. Nah, I, I don't plan on it at all. <laughs> I don't plan on it. But I'm just oh, saying, if, one, if, if it should happen, then, then we know why. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, um, you announced your birthday with some pictures, Ronnie. And let me say, I did not, <laughs> I, I did not know how defined your shoulders and your arms were. Like, <laughs> Ronnie looked like she's been putting them up. I was like, wait a minute. Doing push-ups with Brandy at the house. Oh, that's that's <laughs> lifting patients. Them three, four pound patients. Yo, that's crazy. Ronnie out here doing her best. Weight. Doing her best teen turner out here. <laughs> Listen. I did not. I don't know. I was like, dang, she, she out here. I mean, listen, I, I've never done a photo shoot for my birthday, so I was like, if I'm gonna do it, 
I'm going to do it right. I had everything already planned out in my head. I said, we gonna, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. We're going to boom, drop it. That's it. It was a nice photo shoot. It was see a nice how, photo shoot. See how happy and black she was about it? We're going to do Ooh. it like this. Boom. Bow. Like that. Boom. <laughs> when everything becomes a sound effect, you know somebody's happy. <laughs> oh, I was. I was very happy about the pictures. I was like, oh, these look really nice. All right. That's yeah, good, yeah, though. Cause who did you take the pictures with? Uh, Give them a cousin. quick shout out. Pure White Lenses. My cousin Eddie Daniels, major shout out to him okay. for my birthday pictures. Shout out to Eddie. Shout out to Eddie on them pictures. Listen, people, um, we got a great show for you today. Um, I'm trying to figure out an icebreaker of some sort. As always, biting off Corey's podcast, which I love to do. Um, <laughs> Uh, Corey, Corey might be here. Corey might not be here. He's here in spirit, praise God. And I believe that Talise is on the way. Um, we have some stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, and I hate politics. Let's just start there. I really, really, really hate politics, but I'm trying to be socially responsible here. And, you know, when people talk about the whole voting situation, you know, we have so many days till the election and stuff like that. But what we don't understand, well, not that what we don't understand, but what's going on is people are already voting. People have already voted. People have already made their decision on who they want to be the next president of the United States. Now, I'm not here to tell you who to vote for because that's not my job. And (laughs) we are going to be on, I think there's another debate coming up or something like that. I'll just say this. You, (laughs) I'll say this and I, and I say this in love. Faith cannot be legislated. I'm going to say that again. Faith cannot be legislated. Here's why I say that. For us to, for us to, I guess we need a bishop here for this one, but for us to be, you know, because we're all Christians here, and for us to be a part of the body of Christ, we have to represent Christ. We are not called to represent a political party. So I've seen, I've seen stances being taken by different people concerning this election and in reference to people like Donald Trump. And they would say when they voted Republican or voted for Donald Trump, they were voting kingdom. Mm. Like I saw actual, and I got it from the, this is a picture that I got from the Bishop. James sent this to me. Um, They said they voted kingdom and they voted Republican. And I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Donald Trump was actually at a church in um, Las Vegas this weekend, a CCM church. 
an all-white church. And they applauded him and they played horns for him. And they were so excited about him being in that church with them. And these people would lead you to believe that this is the person that God has chose to be the president of the United States. And I'm here to confidently tell you, God didn't pick nobody to be the president. If I'm talking wrong, y'all can stop me. I, I believe God allows stuff to happen. Right. Um, like, case in point, since we talk, since we Christians, that's all right. Um, you look at Paul, I mean, Saul, for instance. God never wanted a king for Israel. The people wanted it. So God was like, all right, y'all want it so bad, I'll allow it to happen. And as you see, it's to their, it was to their detriment that he had to have David in place. So it was like, okay, at least I'm going to have somebody there since y'all want a king that is going to be more from, for what I believe and has my heart. Saul doesn't have it. So now that you, 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 you couple that with this, the people wanted Trump. You voted him in. Mm-hmm. Now you got to deal with everything that comes with Trump. Now, if you want that to happen again, cool. That's y'all decision. Now, what God allows and what God does with that is a totally different story. Now, if God would decides to use Trump, fine. That that's that's totally what God is in, in you know in bounds of doing. Now. If something good comes from it, which would be a miracle from God on top of that as well, cool. But don't sit here and say, like, don't try to, like, disguise that with, like, you was doing it for kingdom when it's, like, other personal gains that y'all can benefit from in the process of it. And then try to attach God's name or kingdom to it. When oh, really should, we tell, should we tell them that it's obviously a money play that's going on right here? Oh, for sure. Should I tell them that Donald Trump told a, a gang of evangelical pastors, evangelical is another word for white, CCM. He told them, <laughs> I've, been, I've been real good to you guys. When he says he's being real good to them, he's talking about money. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why people would actually take this stance because they, if, I don't know, it's like, it's like, I feel like we're reading two different Bibles. God doesn't even force you to choose, to choose, to choose salvation. Salvation is your own choice. That's why we have free will. A decision to be a child of God has to come from you. So if, if I have to pick to be a child of God, if I have to freely choose that for my free will, but now I got to vote for this president because of one issue, and we're going to talk about it, but I'm going to let Ronnie talk, give, 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 her, um, give Ronnie her time. It's being ridiculous because stop making this a God thing. This is not a God thing. But you know what the craziest part is? Have you have y'all seen Kanye West's um, tweets? He's been 
he's when because when you just saying like it's it's not a god thing he has been using that he was in the car and he was just saying make sure y'all you know y'all vote for me we thank god for the kingdom and all the favors and the blessing and the craziest people don't get when they tie in church with politics the ones that don't know church the ones that don't know god are confused because it's like politics and church are one and one whereas really the church is separate from the from the politics you're confusing the saints and the ones and their souls are on the line because now you're telling them if you don't vote for me i'm the closest thing to god you're going to go to hell when that's not even the case he said that no i'm just saying general statement okay that's just I got to get that to horn because that's that's my biggest issue with all of this. My biggest issue with this is not the presidency because we've lived through Bush. We've lived through different Republican presidents. We've lived through it. So we understand. But my biggest issue is when you're going around, when you're the pastor of Hillsong and you're showing up when you're flying from Australia to Washington, D.C. in the middle of a pandemic, just to be at the White House for um, an announcement of Donald Trump running for the president, when 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 you're these pastors and you're saying that you love God, but you're supporting this person that has admittedly done, has admittedly not paid his taxes, because that's a sin, because you're supposed to render it under Caesar what's Caesar. I mean, I'm not here to count his sins out, but my biggest issue with the entire thing is for for me, my job is to tell somebody that doesn't know about God about and God. Listen. So what happens now if you pastors and you big Christians that they go and they go to your churches because there's some guess what? There's some churches here, New Haven, Bridgeport. I'm not gonna say their name, but they are some big old Trump supporters. Uh, I know who you're talking about. You ain't got to I know exactly who you're talking about. But also the craziest thing is you're supposed to be, if not a well-known leader, but you're supposed to be a shepherd. And instead of steering your flock into the right direction and the right path, you're more worried about idolizing a big giant who will mm. cause your downfall when your sheep are here to cover and protect you. How can you be a shepherd when you can't protect your sheep? You're so busy trying to be idolized when truth be told, you be idolized, God's only going to strike you down. There's there's no man greater than God. You can't make yourself an idol because God's an, an, a, a jealous and an angry God. So by you sitting here worshiping this man, when you're not tending to your, your sheep who are suicidal, depressed, angry, confused, has own issues going on, in the midst of a pandemic, you're so worried about being seen on TV and trying to get your numbers up when physically your numbers might be going up, but spiritually you're losing them. You know what I mean? Let's talk about the let's talk about the the, the elephant in the room. One of the biggest reasons why, and probably the biggest reasons why, you'll hear from um, a Christian and telling you why they're Republican is because of a of uh, Democrats back abortion and Republicans don't. And they'll use that as their reasoning to vote Republican because I've used it before as my reasoning. And I and I came back and I had to think about that. And I'm like, 
they'll protect the unborn. But when a police officer kills a black man dead in the street or puts his knee on his neck, they're silent. Oh, of course. Pretty much the same. It's honestly, it's pretty much the same thing. The only difference is that an abortion in the earlier stages, it's a it's a six week old baby, whereas it's a thirty four year old grown man. Either so way, you're killing him. Right. So it's like it's almost like they want they were like, nah, let them be born so we can kill them ourselves. And and don't and, take fault for it. It's like and, the backup plan to show, abortion. It seems like at least show the same level of concern. It'll be different for me if they showed the same level of concern over these people that lost their lives. You know how many pastors and even gospel artists didn't even bother to try to take a stand over these past couple months when all of that stuff was going down? You know how disheartened that is? Like, outside of Kirk Franklin, like, nobody really stood up. And I get some people don't like, for me, I don't like to talk politics because it can go very, very left. Right. But and I don't, I trust me, I do not, I'm, I'm not enjoying this. I'm just trying no, to be so, socially responsible right now. But that's what I'm saying. Even if it bothers you, if you know that it can go far left, the fact that you're at least taking a stance to it and mentioning it is more than an argument. Like you said, some of these gospel artists or these black celebrities that are watching them pretty much lynch us and kill us, y'all not right. saying nothing. Even if you don't make a, a whole Instagram post or Facebook post about it, if you put if you even put one a post of your fist up, that's it. That's more than enough. That's like, okay, I know you're writing. You don't have a lot to say, but I see you. The fact that you don't say anything and you think you can't be touched, I wake up. I hear your side of that. I, I, I try to balance it out with the other side because because I don't see it, I don't want to assume that you don't have a stance just because I don't see it. So I want to give you the benefit of the doubt that maybe you have some other things going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of, but doesn't mean that you're not doing it. Now, that's not to be said that like we would, we, we as a public would love to know. But at the end of the day, it's like to each individual, what's more important that the job gets done or that we that we see you doing the job. In right. certain instances, with this, with you know, with social media and things like that, we tend to think that as that's law. Oh, we seen you do it, cool. But it's but not. He, a, it's, it's not always the case, and in, in, not in certain things. But you know, it's, it's I, not a blanket. Here's why. I, everything. Here's why I slightly disagree with that, Rich. And I, I. The reason why I slightly disagree with it is this. Even in saying something, you can bring some sort of awareness. So, because honestly, and I know you agree with me on this, everybody's not equipped to go into action behind something they might believe in. Like, it's similar to the, it's similar to the conversation that we were having. Well, Ronnie, you wasn't here. Me and Rich were having a conversation we're talking about basketball and like the people that's knowledgeable about knowledgeable about it and they're not. And it's like, you know, some people are talking to you about basketball and they're rich and rich brought up the point. Like, that's how I know that some people didn't play ball, but some people, they just not, they just, they're not, you know what I'm saying? They're not equipped. 
So some people are going to be like, you know, um, shoot. Some people are going to be like Skip Bayless. Who, who, what did he score in high school? And Jalen Rose, like, joked on him. Like, like 10 points a game his freshman year or something like that. Yeah, he's not you're not qualified credible. to go. Right, he's not qualified to go do something. But if you want to bring awareness to something, everybody can bring awareness to it. But they're not gonna be equipped. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it gets so, messy in that in that sense too, because it's like sometimes the ones that aren't equipped talk too much. But as I'm saying, if you don't know, like for me, if I don't know, one thing I do know is as a black woman, my life matters. Point blank, period. I might not understand the whole political backstory and all of that other stuff. I'm not going to speak on that. I'm going to speak on what I know. If I'm a black single black woman with a a single black mother, my life matters. I don't care how you feel. My life matters just as much as your life matters. But I'm not going to. Did we lose her? Come on back. Come on back. Definitely like what she had to say. Not definitely (laughs) like that at all. Shake up, shake up a Wi Fi, God. Oh, can you, can Shake you hear and me? lose. There we go. Okay. Who's your whole <laughs> hand in demon? Too many you trees. Know. They block signals out there. Oh my God. <laughs> Loose here. No, I was <laughs> saying. Let them through, Lord. I, Let them. <laughs> I just feel like they ha- they could have said something. Like, if, for example, if they get caught in a scandal, they beat up. First wants to pop First on one. social media. With the cheek I just want to clear the it, listen, I just want to clear the air. I just want to do this and that. Like you don't have to go into detail about it. But if as an African American person across the world, this hits home for all of us. I don't care if you're an Oreo, if you're married to a white person or whatever. At the end of the day, you're black. Your life matters. These people don't, they they clearly don't care about us. So wait, I got a question because I'm not, I'm not, I'm oh not my sure. gosh, yo. Who, who are the black folks in entertainment? And if you don't want to say their names, fine. It's but, a lot of them, bro. It's too much to, to like name my. I don't need a lot. I don't need a lot. I just need to know. Not even need to know, but like, because okay. I don't, I don't see much. I see the ones from the same ones that I follow, but I don't follow everybody, so I don't know who's saying what or who is it. I'll say this. There's just a lot of voices that went missing during that time. A lot of voices that you always hear from when the link is in the bio and the CD's dropping Friday. Or when there's new merch, like just different stuff. Like, I would have just liked to see a bigger united front from us. And there's a point I'm trying to make and I'm, oh God, I hope I don't forget it. Oh, here it is. The point I'm trying to make is this, like, this rush to having to have, because they feel like Donald Trump is a Christian, first of all. A lot of them do. But this need for this need for Donald Trump to be a Christian, it would only make sense to me, and I know this is not the fact, is if their mechanics were Christian, if everyone of their, their children's teachers were Christian, if their dentists were Christian. Now, don't get me wrong. If this is how you get down and you just need a Christian to be in every vocation of your life, I get it. But something is telling me that's not how you look at it. I'm sorry. I just so know being, that's just not how you look at it. He's not, being a Christian does not 
picking up a Bible and taking a picture with it does not make you a Christian. A Christian is is like Christ. Christ loved everyone, no matter what color you were, no matter what gender, no matter what. Christ loves all. You can't sit here and claim yourself to be a Christian. If you hate me, well, you don't even know me. I've done nothing to you. You don't like me because the color of my skin. That's not a Christian. You <laughs> Christians, they use this title so loosely to try to, I think it's because it, with the political, everything that's going on, they know a lot of Christians are, are out there. If they're not born again Christians, they're Christians. And they're like, oh, let's pull the church people because if they could tell one person something, they could tell another person something. So they like to play telephone. Let's tell them to vote for such and such person because this person can promise that. And when you promise things, and then when it comes, it happens. If he, God forbid, he gets back into office, where all these promises you promise these Christians? What's the what's the golden what? rule? Do unto others as you have others do unto you. Like love your neighbor as yourself. AKA like, be but, nice. But you got you have refugees locked in cages. Because like all of this stuff that you have going on. Wait, is and it no true that? I heard that they said that refugees that were in cages that they were taking out their ovaries, like they were cutting them open and taking them out so that, they can't produce. I heard that. Yes, I heard that as well. That's not nothing new. That's like, that's also you, true. Do you think do you think the black market don't sell organs, and you think these people that just happen to be locked up? No, I mean, no, 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 that part I know, but I'm just far as far as like with this, you you these people try to go to freedom, not to try to like. They're really struggling. Like there's mafias and, and all that stuff oh. in Mexico. People are really trying to leave. And you y'all taking them hostage and cutting them open when they've done nothing to you. They haven't assaulted you. They just want to get you on the fire pan and the fry. But the other thing that's really crazy is like just because they say Christianity, it's just the guise of Christianity. Like the morals and principles of it are far far removed from Christianity. Right. If you look at their practices, mm-hmm. because if you really want to be honest. The Bible is like the blackest book you ever read. Right. But like everything else, they whitewash it. So it's like for Christians to act like this, like evangelical Christians working with the president and stuff like that. That's the other side of what that other side of quote unquote Christianity that is used to be like under God, under this, under that, to mm-hmm. make it seem like it's like we're moral people. But at the end of the day, if they really understood what Christianity was, they would treat everybody 10 times better, especially black people. How yeah, could we be moral people, the moral people holding up one of the most immoral, inexperienced presidents of our entire lifetime? <laughs> Think about it's that. Da- it's a dangerous game they're playing. It's a very dangerous game. And like, then they- this goes back to my previous point. How do I then... How do I then go and try to win somebody and then tell them that I love God and I'm I'm a Christian and stuff like that? They're going to tell me that such and such, that that was down there running his revival, almost said something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Go ahead, Bishop! Bishop! <laughs> so you... We do a little bit more than Kirsten, but you have flip. I almost said something. Listen, when you got these people, 
that are running these churches. I'll I'll tell I'll tell you. I'll I'm gonna text y'all right now and y'all know um well exactly what I'm talking about. Well, this is the Hello Beautiful People podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we're going to stop talking about politics real quick. But I just had to get uh, this off my chest. Really? You got these people. Oh, that's facts. I believe facts. it. I believe that's it. Big facts. I believe that's it. That's big like, stinking they have, facts. They have announced I had it and un- openly. I had to unfriend somebody from that church because they were spreading nothing but Trump crap. All over on all over my Facebook um, timeline, and I was like, no, 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 no. I had to get, I had I'm, to get them. I'm my surprised body. with this. I'm wow. not. Been Republican. I'm not. Been Republican. Because let me tell you, something. said it out of his. Hold on, she responded to something I put in because <laughs> she know who it is. But been Republican. And heard him say stuff. Now, he oh might wow, not, I don't know. If, I don't know about that one. That's a shocker. The second one, he might not outright say it, like publicly stand on that, because I think he's smart enough to know the backlash that comes with it. But I've heard him out of his own mouth say, "I'm going to vote this way." So I didn't want like, to do that. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. One. I apologize. <laughs> that, that was, was, right that was not on purpose. That you know what? Right on, on. Time out. Time out. That was appropriate because. I believe I <laughs> Talisa Cosby is here. I believe she's here. Please she's here. Please make me look good. So I do. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. <laughs> All right, good. Because I, hey, I definitely Wait, hold the, hold I up, made the horn during a serious point. And <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. Ty always comes in with her best testimony voice. <laughs> Yes, she does. Not a best testimony boy. (laughs) She coming ready to tell the goodness of the Lord. I feel like Talise is always first and second in testimony service. She don't wait. She's not one of those. I got a testimony. See? She's not one of those that wait till they try to close and then they get up like all right. Or I'm not waiting until the pastor come out so he can hear me and I, you know, go sick. Uh, and then you, you don't even testify, you just rec- recite um song lyrics. <laughs> of the goodness of Jesus. And oh, that is not a testimony. Sit down. Wait, wait, hold up. It don't even be testimony time yet. She just gonna prop she just gonna get up and talk in between songs. Like, wait, it's not time yet. No, there's a break no. in the service and it's <laughs> no. so you just joined us. We are talking about pretty much the the voting process and it it led us to talking about um how a large sector of people of faith are voting um for the republican side because they feel it's the moral party and we've had some discussions and in strong disagreements about that <laughs> um I, I i'll repeat my statements i don't believe that I like Rich made a great point. I believe that God allows certain things to happen, but mm-hmm. God God doesn't have a horse in this race at all. He's not mm-hmm. picking who he wants to be president. That's something that we do. So, um, what's your take on it? Like, how do you feel? Because we we've said a lot, and I I don't like politics. I really don't. But I'm trying to be responsible, and I, <laughs> I know this is something that's going on where people are voting right now. 
They're not waiting for election day. People are voting right now as we speak. I got my absentee vote that I'm trying to send in ASAP. So how do you feel about it? Um, I, I, I guess I agree with what you said. I, um, I do agree that it is the people like, I mean, with Donald Trump, it is the people that voted him in. And I think that's, to me, I, I feel like that's what God was trying to show America. He was trying to show them their hearts um, mm. so that yeah. you, so that they could see exactly who they want in position to leave this world, um, to leave this country. I'm sorry. And it just showed that people's hearts are not where they're supposed to be. And I think that's what he was trying to portray to us. Like you mm. basically voted in a, a individual that has no type of experience in mm. politics that doesn't even have any type of, um, he doesn't even know how to speak. Like he doesn't even know how to talk in a professional manner. Like, so this is what America wanted. So now four years later, we up in the uproar, we're upset because of the things that he's saying and things that he did. Of course, you know, the people that didn't vote, yeah. But what 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 was you expecting for someone that's basically a celebrity and that's a businessman? Like right. he, he's really leading this country and a bad businessman at that. Right. And and in a very toddlerish way. Like he's a toddler. Yeah, he's a child. Um he's a child. But I mean, I I don't know. I could see why, you know, the, the church or people of faith is um voting you know um republic it was something you said ty that like kind of struck a, not struck a chord but we was talking about it earlier like the confusion of christians and people who are who aren't necessarily christians but trying to find out but you got all mm-hmm. these representations of it and it's like to a, to a person who's not Christian, like, well, who's who? Because you got these Christians mm. doing this over here, you got these Christians doing it over here, so what what's going on here? That's confusing. And then maybe something you said that is like it, God is showing us the hearts of people, and maybe with him showing that, it'll also show the distinction of who's really for God and who is it? And just because you right. say I'm a Christian or you tag that moniker on, then maybe this will be the opening where now you can see the distinct difference between who's actually a Christian and who isn't. Because now it's almost like, okay, you said you're a Christian, now bear the fruit of one. Right. And now if you don't have the moral compass to go, to, you know, to to follow that, now, we'll, now to a Christian who may not know better and is learning, Maybe this is the opportunity where they'll learn the difference that, yo, just because you said it don't mean, I mean, you can, you can run that down the line. It's like, just because you have black people don't mean you support the black cause just because you look right. like, mm-hmm. which is, which is, you know, that's thing in itself because that's, that's just as bad as being a Christian. And it's like, okay, you're supposed to be with us, but you're not with us. You got a whole nother agenda under this guy. So it's like, I think that's something that we, at least I am, 
gonna start paying attention to and then I know George may agree with this like now you had the opportunity to help other people who don't may not know better like we know better but Rich this that that's my my biggest issue with the whole thing is the tarnishing of the witness that is my entire beef with everything that's going on you can't if I'm not saved and I look at the world as it, it is today and I see you telling me you don't want no unborn babies to be killed. And we I believe that too. I believe that too. I don't believe in abortion. I do not. But you can't have that energy for that and see these innocent people getting killed yeah. by police officers. And you have no energy for it. You have nothing to say about it. And then I'm supposed to, so I'm supposed to go. And we're both saying that we're Christian now. And I'm supposed to go see somebody that's not a Christian and tell them about Jesus. And they're going to ask me, why did that pastor from that spot didn't get up and say anything when my cousin got shot? Right. Why didn't he have, why didn't he show any compassion when this is such and such happened in this situation? Y'all supposed to be the most loving people on the face of this earth. And y'all didn't do nothing. What am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> How am I supposed to tell them, well, that's all right, still come to church. Mm. We'll, we'll explain that. We'll, you, you'll find out the other half of it when you get to heaven. Like, I can't tell them that. It's like, you really like, don't it's, have to... yeah, it's, we... it's something where you are really drawing the line in the, st- in the sand and, and you're going to have to answer for that. It, it, it also gives that that notion to the scripture like know them that labor among you because it's like everybody who say they's working under this may not have the same cause and then on top of that it says you know the bible says you know let the wheat and the tear grow together but i'll do the separating right and like you know some people may not understand what tears are tears look like wheat but tears don't bloom right wheat does and, you know, tears are poisonous. Wheat has, you know, tons of properties that are healthy for you. So there's going to come a time and it's going to be like us to have to, you know, help make that distinction for them. So it's like, look, you got to tell them like, hey, just because they say they 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 down with us, they not down with us. Oh, there's yeah. Even, there's even scriptures in the Bible that say like, yo, they said they came from us, but they're not from us because if they were, they would stand here with us. So now that also gives credence to like what George said. Hey, we got this injustice going on. We know it's wrong, but you're not standing here with us. So now we know you're not with us and you're not for us and you didn't come from us. Right. I mean, just like with Jesus, like he, they were saying like, can no good thing come from Nazareth? Like that's his own people. Like they like who is this dude? You know, even like reading the Bible and today and looking at today's times, a lot of the stuff he 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 experienced, like the Roman soldiers were very rough with him. Like he wasn't resisting arrest and they would they were put hands on him. And what this, does that mean? Right. That's police that's police brutality of an innocent black man. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, it's nothing done. And even with this man being in leadership, you know, like, you know how many kings was corrupt? Like, you know, right. 
how they were stealing money, how they were, you know, self-righteous, how, you know, it was just about them. And and, and yet, and, my, let's, and, let's walk, and, let's walk right. with that a little further. Like, okay, so now you had the same people who claim to be Christians who are making deals, like George said earlier, with corrupt politicians mm-hmm. that, you know, pretty much go for their, you know, gain or whatever the, whatever the agenda is, but it's at the cost of every other Christian who's sitting here trying to believe and hold faith when it's like, oh no, this is at your expense and you're not in on it. You're not privy to it. You're not on the inside. And so now it's like the poor who you're supposed to look after are still suffering and the church who's supposed to be the one place that the poor would have been able to go to right. for help. Mm. It's not the one place that they're not qualified to even be in. Right. Right. Which is crazy. Right. <sighs> now, how did, now how does how does a church now that's supposed to serve all people become a country club or ex- an exclusivity place that is not geared for everybody? So now you got not just racism now in church, you got classism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that you have gender. <laughs> gender has been a thing in church for years. Yeah. So you, you there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack with this, but yeah. at the same time, I believe that like there's there's people like us who have you know whether we want to or not, if we're gonna say we're you know part of the Christian faith and stuff like that, this is some things that we might have to get involved in that that just comes with the territory of being a Christian or being so, a believer. So what about the Christians that say, you know, politics and religion don't go together, so I'm not going to vote? Well, who did well, Jesus talk to? That, <laughs> like, that, that's a ridiculous... That, that right there is a ridiculous thought. Because, again, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. It's mm-hmm. your civic duty. So there, there a, a civic... What's the best way to put this? There's nothing about your Christianity that tells you that you can't uphold your civic duty because he wants us to be in order. There's not there's nothing that about this walk that should have you being I, what I would say like rebellious to a point and even if so if you're if you're rebellious for the cause of Christ even in that case you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Paul, them guys went to jail for doing different situations and stuff like that. But even in that case, you would just do that and you would submit and surrender. So if you say to somebody, I'm just not going to vote because of boom, boom, I believe you're doing yourself a disservice. And you shouldn't. You're supposed to obey the law of the land. Right. We do answer to a higher calling, though that's where we that that helps us operate <laughs> which which I'm glad we have because if we didn't have that look what we would have to look what we would be succumb to yeah like this this don't make any like and I never I can't say I never now looking back at it hindsight but it's just crazy to see that like the stuff that we read about when we were kids or seen on the news growing up in our lifetime that we will have to still experience it or that the Bible is playing out the way it is in our lifetime that we get to see it. 
but not only t- that, but like it's challenging us to like, okay, now what's your part in it too? Mm-hmm. Like, where 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 are we going to stand? You know, whether it's the to the if it's the greatest thing or just this thing that nobody ever sees, but it's still your responsibility. It's still our responsibility to do it. You know, even this conversation right now, like even though we didn't want to talk about it, we have to talk about it. Right. So Ta- Talisa made a great point and it kind of calmed me down a bit. So thank you. <laughs> I'm up here getting upset. Oh, did that testimony I don't, for you. <laughs> I don't I don't went through two no cough drops. I went through two cough drops already. I'm upset. <laughs> I don't like I don't like talking about politics. But the point that she made that kind of calmed me down. Is like this is not nothing new. I think we we tend to when we tend to go through stuff as human beings, we act like we're the first person to have to endure these these trials or tribulations, right? Like this ain't the first pandemic. <laughs> no, nope. this, nope. this ain't like with like just like the point she made about. What they did to Jesus when they arrested him, that's the, these ain't the first crooked cops to exist. Like, you know, <laughs> Jesus wasn't guilty, but he still got um, sentenced to murder. Like, this is not the first. So, yeah. we, so I guess if we have to come to a conclusion, people of God, oh my. <laughs> when we come to a conclusion, is at the end of the day, it just leaves us where we started to just trust God. Because mm. if these Come things happen, if these That's things happen, right in, there. if these <laughs> things happen in previous times and God kept, God protected, God made a way, God loved, he can do those same exact things now. So what we have to do, right, nothing new under the sun. So we, I personally, and this is me, my mother always says this one thing. It's one of my favorite things my mother says when she preaches. She's like, turn my mic up because I need to hear me <laughs> preach. <laughs> so I can hear, because I need a word too. <laughs> so like this something, like this is for me too. So I need to, I need like all my concerns, all my worries about these, 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 um, these CCM pastors all over the country doing this thing, inviting Trump to their church and blowing horns and flying flags and all this, this foolishness. I just got to realize that this is not the first time it happened. Mm-hmm. So as, as shocked and as upset as I am, God's like, we've been here before. Like, relax. I got it. So mm-hmm. it's just upon us to just trust God and move on from it. And and to vote. Vote and vote. Don't just don't just say I'm trusting God and, right. and, 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 sit, <laughs> and sit on your hands. Like go vote. Go do something about it and, and, and trust God with the vote. Any are there any other thoughts? Because I'm I'm continue I'm, to go down the verse 23. <laughs> <laughs> You go down to verse 23. Whew. My God. Yeah. Talk about politics the whole time? Yeah. We, we, just, this, we, just this we, first we went part. Off on a, we went off on a tangent. 
we we almost talked about Michael Jordan for a second, and then we just went on a whole tangent about the vote. So people, please make sure to vote. Make sure to vote. Let your voice be heard. Anybody else got anything that we want to share? Listen, I guess guess as a word of encouragement, just so that we're not putting our energy towards, not to say that you shouldn't feel a way if this election was to go in a direction that we are not happy about. Just know that it can happen. Just know that they may attempt to do so. But however it turns out, let us, you know, like the like what you said, like we need to have that faith to buckle down that like look, we will be taken care of regardless of who's there. And we have to we have to hold on to that and we have to endure through that. If if he, if so and so has to be president another four years. But um I believe like before, like it'll it'll reveal a lot of things that we need to be aware of and we could better um, manage how we conduct ourselves if that happens and how we can still find ways to um, overcome it despite who's there. Yeah, I agree. We are extremely resilient, yo. Like we can make it out of anything. Like I've just looking at history in itself, like mm. we can endure and we can go through things. And I mean, I think we were talking about this before on the mental health, about how we go through things and we just cope with it. Mm. And some people may go through things and it may just break them and tear them apart and ruin their whole world. But mm. in situations like this, because we do have a higher power that we go to, I just think that we just we're just strong people. Even with the pandemic, like the pandemic ain't stopping us. I know people that's still buying houses. I know people that's still buying cars. I know people that are getting new jobs. Like, you know what I'm saying? That ain't Mm -hmm. stopping nothing. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Like like Jesus at the wedding. We got a wine, man. Keep the party party going. going. (laughs) Keep the party going. (laughs) I ain't coming for this. At the same time, people, I need y'all to wear y'all masks because I heard that I heard that Europe is about to shut down again. I heard that's a possibility. So um, yeah, we we and, just became a red state again. So I mean, and if we get the same old president, he don't. He, did y'all notice? Uh, why am I still talking about this man? I don't want to talk about this man no more. But the one of the decisions of these decisions that he made in March that really ticked me off. All of these countries around the world, all of their leaders are stepping up and saying, we're shutting down our countries. We're making sure we're doing this. We're making sure we're doing that to get this pandemic under control. That man was like, hey, man, let y'all governors handle it. I don't, I don't got nothing to do with it. Like, really, dude? After all you've done, this is when you want to step back? And you can't tell me that he has um, what's his name? He was lying the whole time. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Praise God. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduced you to a brand new segment of the Hello Beautiful People podcast last week. And we want to bring that segment back. Ladies and gentlemen, the new segment is called What Did Veronica Watch This Week? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't like this segment. So and I didn't what? watch anything. Oh, Listen. Gentlemen, you, you, that, if you don't want your black card revoked any further, you have to catch up. Well, I'm off this weekend. I'm off this weekend, gentlemen, so I will watch. This has been ooh, what ooh. did Veronica watch this week? Tune <laughs> <laughs> in next week. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week. I'll let you know what I watched then. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see or won't see people. It's a possibility. Yeah, this you got this list two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. I listen. Life, life just been bit, it's been very busy, but I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm off this weekend. You know, I recover. I will recover. Well, Friday I'll watch it because Saturday I'm, it's my Hallelujah night. So definitely <laughs> watch it. <laughs> I'm not watching it Saturday. It's gonna be nothing but hyssop. Absolutely and not. Fetty all over the place. Man, Friday I watch it. Saturday, absolutely not. <laughs> oh gosh so um oh, wait George do you realize yeah. what Veronica watch is the shortest segment on the show yes in and out that's it it's, I'm Four. trying to tell you like a Rob Wolf wait hold on we was just talking about see the bishop in here <laughs> no, I, for him I to had get, to catch myself for y'all caught me for him to go down well praise God Praise God. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're here. We're doing this podcast now. Are there any podcasts that you guys like to listen to? Like, what are your, some of your favorites that you like to rock? Like, me personally, I just like funny stuff. I listen to Kevin Hart and the Plastic Cup Boys on Sirius. Um... I get to check out um, Kev on stage and that chick angel. But here's the thing. That's always funny. So are there any, any podcasts that you guys listen to? And I'm not doing the segment for y'all to not listen to me no more. And us here. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to talk about other podcasts that people rock with. So is there any other podcasts that you guys listen to? Um, of course, you know, I had to plug in my wife, you know, who's <laughs> But she's put me on to like um, a few courses. Hello, beautiful people here. Um, Broken record is a pretty cool one that I listen to from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one called Dead ASS. Oh, <laughs> that, pretty... that donkey. It's in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, and my my cousin um, Kev has one called um, the Domino Effect that I listened to and I haven't listened to it in a while, but <laughs> George, you probably listened to this one, the Ron Burgundy podcast. Have you listened to I, that? I haven't listened to it in a long time, but oh gosh, it was so funny. <laughs> so funny. And, so funny. Um, Will Ferrell is a fool, man. Yeah. And then the last one that I'll end off is because there's a whole bunch up here that I hadn't got back to, but revisionist history with um, Malcolm Gladwell is a good one. Okay. That's it. So for, any for right podcast now. that you girls check that you sorry. Oh, I apologize. Any podcast that you ladies check out, I apologize for that. Um, I check out Outside the Box, which is ran by Praise me. God. Praise um, God. <laughs> put the plug in. <laughs> Outside the Box podcast hit us up. Um, I 
of course, have to support my peoples. Hello, beautiful, whatever face. Corey is is um hilarious, by the way. Yes, he is. He's very subtle with his humor. Um, and he's like he's he's born and raised from New York. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um that's really it as of right now, honestly. And here's what I got to say about all you guys' podcasts, because I've been on all three. But I will say that I have had the greatest time on you guys' podcast. Delicious time. Ty, I'm going to call you Ty. Mm-hmm. Podcast was very, very great. I happened to be on um, Corey's whatever face for the first time. I think, was it, what is his birthday or something? It was the 100th episode. Yeah, the 100th episode. I jumped in on that one. That was fun because them them that that is a different place. <laughs> it's a far different yeah. place. Yeah, listen, listen. They do it over there. <laughs> listen, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Shoot. Hey. It's, it's very <laughs> spicy over there. Get, you your get what you ready. you get what you want over there. So, so <laughs> if you miss it, if you if you go hello, beautiful people outside the box, if you whatever you ain't get from that, Corey got it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We got over there. I'm Get your blood pressure medicine because it will go up. <laughs> not, the, not the PP medicine. <laughs> He's at Corey Podcast. It's high in sodium. <laughs> Somebody go get your goat. Oh, Might be mad. Just pop one and be safe. Oh, gosh. Roddy, do you nah, have any podcasts that you that check thing. out? Um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just, I got to do better with podcasts. New segment. Oh, <laughs> my God. She don't watch this movies. She don't listen to podcasts. This has all been. All I do is What podcast? Right now, I'm working. I'm rehearsing for this live recording. And I there it is. Just been, I've just been dizzy. I'm going to take Let's shout out the live recording then. Let's shout out the live recording then. Kentrell Reagan. Well, I, I mean, shouting it out don't really do nothing because it's sold out already. But catch you on Reagan. He's having his live recording on the 30th. 31st. 31st? No, I'm sorry, the 30th. You're right, the 30th. See? See? Hallelujah night. Another Hallelujah night event. <laughs> so it's gonna be I an mean, autumn theme. If you don't got tickets, I can't tell you the I can't tell you nothing. But shout out to Kentrell. Um you can donate them. if you want, but yeah, tickets are all sold out. Well, I'm praying for everybody's safety. Yes, absolutely. Because I know that it's a it's a it's a big thing to to record, and anybody who's ever recorded knows that you put a lot into it. A lot. But but is it it is also during the COVID season. So I'm praying that everybody is safe, that everybody will enjoy themselves, and that the recording is a success. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be my six feet. I'm not. I'm not. Before we even hey, hey, listen, perform, listen. I'm just gonna be praying that you come out the same way you went in. If you was good going in, be good coming out. Now, if you went in bad, I pray you good when you come out. That's all. I'm oh yeah, I ain't, I ain't shaking no hands. I ain't taking no pictures. Bless you. I'm out. <laughs> Take my good notes, and I'm out. I don't. And most mm. and most importantly, we pray over the spirit of overdubs. Because Jesus, please. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, 
these live recordings are not cheap at all. And honestly, I would never do one or never advise anyone to do one. It just costs too much money to do all of that and then still have to record. For those that don't know, overdubs is when you do a live recording, do a live session, like, you know, concert, and you record it for an album. But then the overdubs is where you have to go in and you fix all the mistakes and you clean up all the good stuff. And um, I made and, quite a few of those. So and, I know and, about the cleanup. And a lot of situations, um, overdubs take longer than the actual recording. So mm -hmm. that's another rehearsal. You'd, right. You don't want to have to do the whole recording and do all the prep, do all the rehearsal, do all, <clears throat> all the things you have to get set up. And then after you have that big old great night, listen to that playback of that concert and ooh, <laughs> got to do this over, got to do that over. So, and then it doesn't um, help that we're, we're not standing still, we're moving around. So I'm like, ooh, oh, let's, let me control my breathing because I'm going to be moving and singing. Yeah, that's right. Kentrell don't be standing still. He be he be jumping up and down like crazy. I'm not jumping. But, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and I told him that I have my boots because we wearing all black, but I am not I don't know jumping. Why that's I'm not jumping. I'm gonna sing the song, but I'm not jumping. I'm you know right no, now. and I tell him that because he does it live. When he wants us to jump up, and I'm looking at him like, yo, you already know. Ain't happening, bro. And that I is the my classic. The classic session outfit, all black. Can't miss with oh, that. Yeah. Mm -mm. So all shout right. out to him. And um I'm gonna do that little podcast, I promise. We know. You're gonna be all right. We're gonna get we're gonna have a wait a minute, hold on. All right, so let's do this. Oh, okay. oh Bishop. Hey Bishop. Wait a minute, the bishop make it in here? I'm looking at his wonderful he's, he's, uh, he's bio using picture. He's using his providence right now. Just because you don't <laughs> hear him or see him doesn't mean he isn't there. I know how God works. Let me get this in together. But uh, as as the bishop takes his seat, as as he gets his as he um as he takes his seat, we are, we are gonna um we're gonna introduce a new segment. We're gonna introduce a brand new segment, and uh, we're we're gonna ask um. What is Veronica listening to? Oh, I can do I can do that one. We oh, know. No. Thank you. I'm a singer. Hello. That's the only way we're gonna get an answer. You said that's the only way we're gonna what? Whew. I said if we talk about music, we'll get an answer. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we just, absolutely. No we finally got life. one. We finally got one. Ladies and gentlemen. The bishop is here, James H. White. What's going on, fan fan? Good evening, beloved. <laughs> Praise God. How are you, sir? Listen, I, I can't be with you all long. I, I felt like I needed to pop in to see what the young folk are doing. Um, <laughs> it's, still, it's still holy. It's still holy, bishop. It's still holy. <laughs> the hyssop still runs and the oil is yet present. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, I just want to tell y'all what Veronica had going on at her party. Okay. Um, all kinds of filth. Was oh. <laughs> Never have I ever 
seen the level of debauchery that I saw, and I had to leave because I, I felt like my Holy Ghost was being challenged. Uh, here I am trying to make sure the libations stay pure and undefiled. And this, and this lady came over and hugged me, and she had three nipples, and I'm trying to figure out. Oh my gosh! Got how that happened? She, she so, introduced you to the Trinity. Like what in the world? This this, this is uh uh-uh, this mark of the beast. I don't know what this was. <laughs> so we just finished our segment about voting and the faith aspect of it. And... Oh, okay. that's great. <laughs> we actually were, we actually went serious this podcast, but this levity, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, I, since, I, y'all, I, since y'all talking about voting, um, I will I will say this. Seriously, um, if there are any Christians who are on here, um, church folk, believe in Jesus, all that wonderful stuff, um, we live in a democracy. We don't live in a kingdom. In the kingdom, of, in the kingdom of God, there is no voting. The mm. king is the king. So you can't vote kingdom. There is not one party that one hundred percent. There is not one party that one hundred percent lines up with the true heart of God or the kingdom of God. We live in this country, and Jesus taught us how to do this because He did not overthrow Caesar. He said, "You give to Caesar what is Caesar," and the, and the understanding behind that is while we have a responsibility in the earth. We also live at a location, and we have a responsibility to that location. I am a citizen of the kingdom of God, but my license doesn't say kingdom. It says Texas. So I am a resident of the state of Texas. My skin does not say kingdom. My skin says I'm a black man. So I have a responsibility with that as well. And so whatever your responsibilities are, you choose according to those responsibilities. And if you have been paying attention to what's been going on in our country in the past four years, there's no way that you have a brain and you can vote to continue this regime for another four years. There's just no way. God bless you if you do. Um, y'all saw what 50 Cent said, okay? Um, what he said? 50 Cent is endorsing Trump. Seriously? Yes. Wait, wait, what? Yes. 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson is endorsing Trump, all right? There was some kind of um, news break that came out that talked about um, Joe Biden's tax cut plan. And they, they've they always said that they were going to heavily tax those who make up uh, half a million dollars or more. And so there was a number that came out and he said, man, forget that. I know Trump doesn't like black people, but I ain't taking this, Trump, um, this tax cut. And which I need y'all to understand that rich black people cannot speak for black America. Rich black people cannot speak for black America because rich black people are going to be rich no matter who the president is. You sure he wasn't trolling? No. <laughs> we, we talked about all of that. <laughs> yeah, so... He so said, I that, just remembered I'm bankrupt, so I'm looking for a gracious loan. Can, <sighs> ah, Jesus. Once again, rich black people 
cannot speak for. I'm telling you, I talked to a person directly who said the only reason that he's voting against Trump is because he's a scumbag. Otherwise, he would have voted for the Republican Party. So they want to do everything they can to keep their money. All right. What I'm saying is to y'all on this uh, on this show and those who are listening, that this isn't just about how it affects you directly. It's how it affects the entire nation. And that's what the president is. He's not the president of the black people. He's the president of the United States of America. And when you see the way this regime has treated not just black people, but the entire United States of America, there's no way you can continue for that. No way. The rich will be rich no matter who the president is. This is about the rest of us. The rest of us have got to work for every single cent that we have and who go outside, the three of us, three black men on this show and the one black woman on this show, who every time we go outside, we have to have to wonder if the people who are supposed to protect and serve us are not licensed to assault and kill us and they'll get away with it. We can't live under this type of condition anymore. Period. With that being said, I heard y'all talking about with, with, with that being said, I heard y'all talking about um, singing and this, that, and other, and these bad gospel concerts with the overdub and things of this and things of that nature. I just want to say that I do voice lessons as well. And so uh, I just want to put out my services there that I do online voice lessons on Zoom, all right? And my clients sing well after they get done working with me. So I do offer my services. Praise God. Tune in to Bishop's Heavenly Voices podcast. Try to sing <laughs> to God's ear and move his heart in Jesus' name. Uh, Tell the people how to reach you, James. Tell the people how to reach you. You can reach me. Listen, you can reach me at James H. White on Facebook. Send me a a message. Um, They just linked um, Instagram and Facebook um, messengers now. I don't know why they're doing that. I think that's a conspiracy going on. Um, um, You can reach me on Instagram at jharrisWhite. Um, Email me directly at jhwhite3 at gmail get these voice lessons in you sound a mess you need improvement I'm here for <laughs> oh my goodness Bishop. wow uh so for the rest of you who, who that's the second wow who's that who's that talisa veronica well Jalisa and veronica pastor cosby my friend god bless you <laughs> oh she got promoted Yo, no. you, you, you you see how he treats people who are in clergy <laughs> no, i Promotion comes from above now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. I, I call I call you by your work. Amen. Huh? All right. Amen. So thank you, Pastor Cosby. God bless you. I just want all of y'all to remember. Well, I just want to know what's my work? Because I ain't been I've been ordained oh, nothing yet. Uh, oh you, my you need altar serve after this past weekend. You don't kind of So you need a terrier party. <laughs> Stay there. Stay there. You feel something. Who <laughs> needs your own set of mothers to come to watch for you and cover you? Well, we have part two on Saturday. You coming? Ooh, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. You gotta pay me for this. <laughs> that filth. Ooh, that filth. Listen, when you brought in them bow-legged strippers, I knew something oh. was going on. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take it. She's double around that pole. I said, I can't believe this. No, wait. She did an Indian lock around the pole with the ball. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. I can't. I can't. Dog. And the thing was, she was like four foot seven, George. 
So, like, she was jumping on dude's neck like Scott Steiner, doing like a Frankenstein. So, so, so she, she out here looking like a, head. out here looking like a lemur? No. Like, like the midget like a Lud- koala? She was looking like the midget in Ludacris videos hanging from the necklace. So I'm like, oh what in the gosh. world? You had strong, bow-legged midget strippers. Oh, man. It was all oh, kind of stuff going on. They're gonna have to disinfect this place for days. This is a mess. It was a petri dish of sin. Hey man, today's word is filth. (laughs) (laughs) A petri dish of sin. That my new my new sermon series. George, I had to take a bath and a shower when I left that place. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Oh god! Listen, <laughs> that's gonna be I'm my clean, new I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. My new sermon series: A Petri Dish of Sin, The White House. That's gonna be my new. <laughs> All right, I gotta run. God bless series. you, beloved. God bless you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jake, came in here, rebuked everybody, and rebuked everybody. I'm sorry, that beloved thing takes me out every single time. Every single time I hear it. Okay, so before the bishop came through, we were asking, we were doing our third new segment. What is Veronica listening to? So, Veronica, could you tell <laughs> us what you're listening to? Phil. <laughs> oh, God. I'm joking. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to say it. I don't know what she listening to. <laughs> no, I'm listening to... Well, I like all different genres of music. I don't just particularly stick to one. So I'm listening to um, Leandria Johnson's new single. That's a nice Listen one. To, it is a good one. Vincent's um, new single. Brandy has a part two of No Tomorrow with um, Ty Dollar. I'm listening to the R&B. I like the live version of it. What's the live version of it? Um, she she did um. I'll send you the link. It's on YouTube. They did okay. the um. She did the Billboard Music Awards. Um. Oh, Thursday. okay. I saw clips. I didn't watch it. Yeah, they. She did um. Borderline. She yes. did Borderline. Then she did um. No Tomorrow. Then she did Almost Doesn't Count. With a live band, oh, and I just curled up in the fetal position. Because <laughs> let me, when she hit that, I mean, I mean, the new stuff, we love the new stuff, but when she hit that classic stuff, yo, it's, it, it hits so much different. It hits so much different. So shout out to, um, shout out to Brandy, of course. Um, anybody else listening to anything new? Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Here's what I'll say. <clears throat> Because I asked a question on Facebook a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to know, and I know this is this has been a versus heavy podcast. <laughs> so I was like, I asked on Facebook, hey y'all, did verses get canceled? Because ever since the aunties, ever since the aunties battle, there hasn't been nothing that's happened recently. But then, you know, Facebook will let you know, and then everybody's like, they gotta do. They're gonna do season two. Season two is gonna start um soon. So is there anybody that you would like to see? I'm not gonna ask for matchups because like matchups is too difficult. 
Is there anybody that you love to listen to that you would like to see in that versus setting? Hmm. Did they leave anybody else left? Like, <laughs> oh, there's plenty of people that hasn't gotten the shot yet. Hmm. I think they should do like a um. It should be all people that are that are gone. They should do like a tribute to the mm. to people that passed away. That's a good that idea. Dope. And let like Swizz and Timberland pick the songs like like a two. They should do a Tupac and Biggie one. Oh, definitely. That makes that, like yeah. full sense. You know, it just came to my head. I don't know if it's actual like uh, particular people versus people but like uh, uh, era versus like the 80s versus the 90s or the 80s versus the 70s mm-hmm. like compile a bunch of music that were hits and let's see what stood the test of time or that, would, that wouldn't be or fair. rich 90s or rich win. what about doing samples so the, the whatever <laughs> the sample was and then whatever however you know the new song was the compare so the old school and then the new school Mm. Or, yeah. Do you mean like the cover compared to the? Yes, like, the cover. Oh, that's what I mean. okay. Okay. Like I love mm-hmm. um, that song that Dave Dave East made because it's a Jodeci song. Like I love that song. Mm-hmm. What's the song? Do y'all know the song name? I forgot it. <laughs> I don't. You never heard Dave, that that song? I don't, I don't really listen to Dave East that much. Oh. Well, he, he sampled on... a Jodeci song, and he he really did really well with it. From the first album or the second album? Or you're not sure? His last album. No, I'm talking about the Jodeci sample. Oh, he sampled... Um... Sing it, girl. Get it, get it to you. Better, better mum those words. You better mum them. <laughs> um, well, I can't think of it. Crap. Hold on. Let me Google it now. <laughs> you can't you go really, wrong with it. You can't go wrong with the Jodeci sample. You don't really see too many of them, though. It's, it's like a few. No. You know what gets sampled a lot? That funky drummer sample from James Brown. James yeah. Brown, yeah. Mm. It's to the point where, like, you don't even realize. I mean, of course we know, but, like, you know, some people probably have no idea. They just feel like it's a part of, you know, of the actual song, but let me tell you something. That joint right there got sampled so much. Mm-hmm. Is there any other people that you guys would want to see in that kind of um and that got in that kind of scenario? No, we just sticking to black people or are we doing everybody? I mean, just anybody that, that you like to listen to. Anybody that you like to listen to that hasn't had a verse yet. So I'll get all right, I'll go and I'm not gonna say TGT. I'll say <laughs> you did. You just did. You just did. I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna say it. I've made. I've. I've made my peace. I've. I've. I'm at peace with my decision. Whatever happens, happens. But let me tell y'all something. If it goes down, I'm gonna be talking about. I told you so, like crazy. Anyway, I would like to see music soul child. That's one. I would like to see Joe. Ooh. I would like to see this is not them going against each other. Um not just the names. Right. Brian Knight. 
I know these two said they don't want to do it, but Usher and Chris Brown still want to see them do it because it'll be a movie if they do it. It'll be a big deal if they do it. Um, and last but not least, I need a Busta Rhymes versus. I totally agree. I totally I, agree, yo. Busta Rhymes is in my top five of all time. I also I'm need sorry. a Nas versus because I like Nas. I'm a huge fan of Nas. What you think about his last album? Um, I haven't I haven't heard it, <laughs> and it's the reason why I didn't hear it. But I heard I didn't hear good things about it. You didn't hear good things about it. Mm-mm. I actually, it was okay. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it was something that like had me like thinking like now the type of tracks that were used mm-hmm. probably the best he's used in a long time and now it had me thinking like now if you could just get good lyrical rappers to rap over instead of this other stuff mm. we got we, we got something going because can I say was, something that might seem mean um, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be me let's go <laughs> <laughs> Nas ain't changed his flow since 94 bro Oh my god! He sounds take over. Like he don't sound no different. Like I'm sorry. It. It. I don't know. Maybe it just like when it when he first came out, uh-huh. you can't tell me nothing. I'm like this dude right here. You hear that dude Nas Queensbridge? He heard you. He's keep crazy. You hear that dude? like Nas just. But you know what? You know what else might start a riot. What's that? What's that? What's that? Now I haven't given this dude enough credit because he was always with his band. But when I've heard him by himself, I'm like, okay, this dude is fire. To me, Black Thought is ten times better than us. To me, Oof. and I know somebody gonna be like, you bucket. No, I was just like, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> but like well you can sit there and listen to a 10 minute free freestyle from Black Thought go in and out of cadences and t- entendres and actually say a bunch of stuff where it's just like it ain't dated and you have to really like okay let's break this down you're not gonna get that from Nas anymore or see, at all that's, that's the thing about Black Thought though Black Thought attacks attack songs differently than Nas. Nas is like, for me, Nas is like 100% lyrics. Like, the flow is pretty much just gonna stay at that even kill. He's gonna, you know, lyrically, 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 boom, 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 lyrical, miracle, spiritual, all day long. (laughs) But, like, Tariq, Black Thought, he'll change the flow up on you. And then he'll still be hitting you with bars, so mm-hmm. I I kind of I kind of agree. Like I wouldn't say like start no, like I would. All right, I'll say this: when they both started off, because he was always behind the band. Yeah, so he stuck to the he stuck to the the the, the flow of the band and everything else. So it wasn't like he could get super duper bonkers with it. But when they let that right. man loose, he could cook. 
And but everybody had been saying that for years. It was like, yo, y'all keep sleeping on this man. Y'all gotta respect him. He better than what y'all think. And so right. he checked everybody when he got on that phone flex and dropped that freestyle. And I was like, okay, I stand corrected. But the only difference is I don't know if he can make a hit. That's just oh no, nah, he'll 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 strictly be for like like a authentic, genuine hip hop dude that's just exactly concerned about you know being a household name. Like I'm not, I ain't gonna say not being a household name, but like you, there's always gonna be that underground collective that just will not buy into the hype of everything else and be like, nah, you forgetting this dude right here. Hmm. I never so listened to Black Thought. I He's he he's he's a killer. He's a killer. He's a killer. And the, the freestyle that Rich is talking about, he did on Hot ninety seven with Fun Flex, went for about ten minutes straight. And I'm gonna put it in. It the was track. it was remarkable. It was remarkable. That usually that spot is usually for for battle rappers that got bars that they didn't use in battles and stuff like that. So for him to go up there and rap for ten minutes and have it be like powerful and it was it was crazy it was definitely crazy so shout out to him and Nas I'm sorry if you listen to this I, I still appreciate you but <laughs> there's a way but there's just a way when you when you look at him and remember it used to be Jay and Nas like Jay Jay switches it up but Nas is known for that type of rap though like that's his signature you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like it's Denzel Washington, 30... he give you that same energy in every right. movie, yo. I'm about to, I'm about to say something that's gonna be unpopular. <laughs> you don't like Denzel Washington? He gives you that same look, that same voice. He, but he's supposed to be the best actor. No, I didn't. I didn't say I don't like Denzel Washington. What I will say is, Denzel Washington is great at as. Acting as Denzel, as Denzel Washington. <laughs> what does that mean? That means no matter what movie he's in, no matter what he's his name gonna be, is, it's Denzel he's gonna, Washington. He's gonna play Denzel. It don't matter the name. It, if it's Frank Lucas, if it's if it's what's the dude from Trading Day name? Yeah. He, oh, um, I hate that movie. I do not like Trading Day. What? I cannot get with it. It's why? Because Denzel Washington ain't Denzel Washington. <laughs> no, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see him being bad, yo. He was he was such a bad dude in that movie. I guess that's I guess that was a good movie there because you got right. Like, I guess that was. He did. But that was the only then. movie. He did, he did. But what else? Where where it was like he he made you where feel away about it? Where he shift his 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 acting, like where he became someone else. Sometimes like, a person's character is just besides so Malcolm powerful. X. Like Malcolm X was, he killed Malcolm X. Yes, oh. besides Malcolm X. Hands down. Man, I don't... He embodied that's cr- that. That's crazy that those are the two movies that will set him apart from his other movies. Like, I like, I like the Equalizer, but it was like Again, it's him. <laughs> it's, it's, him. That, <laughs> it's 
him. It's just Den- it's just Denzel out here equaling people and shooting them and stuff like right. that. <laughs> so I mean, okay. I don't mind it. You know what I'm saying? It's just it, it is, is what it is. It's like yeah. like Kevin Hart plays Kevin Hart in every movie that he's in. It don't <laughs> matter what True. the name of the character. Well, Jumanji is. was good. Jumanji was cool, but he was still Kevin Hart like a mug. Like he was just playing. Oh, what, what was he playing? Like a, the second one or the first one? Because I saw both. Because I got kids. <laughs> but the second, the second one. The second one, he played an old man. Like he had to play oh, the role of the um Danny. Was Dan, it Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. Danny yeah, Glover. Yeah, he had to play yeah. the role of the Danny Glover. So he was just old man Kevin Hart in there to me. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But I guess if I had to say who, well, Chad been gone now. Shoot. Yeah. Dang. He what can switch it up Wills? every now and then. Nah, I, 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 nah. I, I, I've lost faith in Will ever since the Red Table. I'm sorry. Will, I'm, Will, Will. Oh my is, goodness. Will is, <laughs> ever, ever since that Red Table, I can't. I, I'm. I can't rock. With. Yo, have you watching. noticed that Will is not funny outside of Bad Boys? Like, if he doesn't uh, comedy and is not in Bad Boys, it will not be funny. So wait, you didn't like? Did you like the new Bad Boys that just came out? I didn't. I didn't see it yet. But I'm, what I'm saying is, like, as far as his like, like if he's not with somebody, if he's by himself and he does a comedy, is not funny. But he's an actor, though. He's a comedic actor. I wouldn't want Will Smith to go up and do like 60 minutes of stand-up. Oh, no, no, you know not I mean? stand-up. I'm just talking about like when movies, like... No, because like, it, usually, it usually takes that type of person to just go and be funny at in a role. You know, you understand what I'm trying to say? I get you, I get you, I get you. So, Talisa, what was you saying about it? Like, I mean... I'm... <sighs> And he does dramatic stuff too. What did he what did he do that was funny? Well he had he had hitched. He uh, had um I like his comedic <laughs> no, I like his comedic time. We can't act like the fr- Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince of Bel The Fresh Prince is different. Like I think what Rich is saying, he he had people with him like Carlton. Like he could play, they he played, played off of one another. Really good. Yeah, he played off of Martin pretty good, but when he's by himself and it's a funny movie. I mean, I am Legend. I can't sit through that. I can't. Oh boy, I can't sit through that movie. Oh boy, Bad I'm Boys Three. Like he held down Bad Boys Three. Bad because Boys Martin Three. Man, them, they Mar- old, yo. <laughs> they- Martin ain't Martin no more. <laughs> nah, Martin is not Martin no more. He, he, he so <laughs> he legit. <laughs> Held down it's that so whole sad. movie. It's so sad. I love, yo. That but man I was Bad Boys Three though. I loved it. You did? Well, I yeah, like the I really new school it. with the with the new school with the old school. I like that part of it. But they oh, you don't think they oh they running? They trying to like well, well, jump well, over we'll buildings and stuff. Will Smith is in pretty good shape, you know, entanglements aside. But <laughs> Martin let that, that man let himself <laughs> go. The best way they needed to move on with the next, because they're gonna do another Bad Boys. That's why they really, well, yeah, it's gonna happen. I don't. Rich ain't seen it yet, so I don't want to. With say both too of them much. in it, though. If they go on, if the only way they could go on and keep Martin in it, dang, this is gonna give up a lot. 
He got to retire. They got to make Martin the cap. They got to make Martin the captain. Oh, okay. They can't okay. have him. They can't oh, get Will. Get Will a new partner. Right. They can't have Martin out in them streets running around. Even though it was still funny. Like you just gotta see it, Rich. You just, yeah, you just it was, it was good. It. it was good. It was good. I mean, when I first watched it, I was like, "It's the best bad boys ever." And then I, then I came to my senses after I watched it. Again. No, it was but- not. <laughs> second one. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you've enjoyed our conversation here. Um, we've had fun, Veronica. She had to leave. She, she had to go. Oh, she, she had to go. Oh, she had to go. I did. I did not. I did not know that. Well, um, <laughs> that concludes the segment. What <laughs> would you like to say before you leave the show, Veronica? So she, <laughs> she, <laughs> Don't do that to Ronnie. I have. I have to <laughs> be taking up a lot of real estate. For- <laughs> <laughs> but um, again, like I'm gonna repeat this because this will probably be the last time I bring this up until after the election, it's important for us to get out there and vote. Um, you know what? Bump that. I got something else to talk about. This is the last thing. Promise. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Since we're talking about music, and I, I really wanted Ronnie to be here for this. And Corey, if you get a second, you can bounce in if you want to. Oh, or should we save this? I always do that. But we can start it now. We talked about music. I wanted to know how do we feel about the state of gospel music right now? I know that's a layered question, but we were talking about music, and I think Ronnie was the only one that brought up gospel when she was talking about what she was listening to. But how do we feel about the state of gospel music right now? It's start. It's for me. It's starting to run the same course like every other type of music is, where it's like. You find that niche and everybody starts to run with it. And it's like, all right, now there's really nobody set apart from another person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, it's like, even though you may have had a choir, all the choirs didn't sound the same. Mm-hmm. There, there was like some distinction between them. Or like when you had your solo artists or you had your Fred Hammonds, you had um your Kirks, and then you had your look, you know, your ensemble. You had your Smallwood singers. You had you had John P. Key. You had Head. So you had you had a variety of stuff that you could get to and listen to. But now it's like if I put on something and I hear the drum go do 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 do, I know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what's coming next, and it's like man. And then you know, George, you could attest to it. The writing is just like. Man, I'm gonna I'm I'm get you through this song. It ain't gonna be a lot of words. Father, we, <laughs> Father, we worship you. The oceans and the, the winds obey as we look forward to you. And the skies, they're all blue because of you. And the skies reflecting <laughs> off the sun, off the water. Oh my goodness. Like, like, Ty, you gonna laugh? I found, well, I find myself going back to listen to older stuff. Like I recently listened to the other day one of Donald Lawrence's old albums, and mm. I was like, "This jerk is amazing." Still. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like gospel music is missing 
the gospel music. Like, I feel like it's missing, <laughs> like, the throwback stuff, because I do the same thing, Rich. I got to mm. put in some old-school 90s Kirk Franklin sometimes. Mm. I love Mississippi Mass Choir, um, you know, Yolanda Adams. I'm I'm a huge Marvin Sapp fan. A lot of people give me a lot of slack because of it, but I just like his 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 words. I think the words that he writes, to me, you know, mm-hmm. it's dope. He and just put I, out a new one too. I haven't checked it out yet. I listen Yo, to it's, it. it's pretty it's pretty decent, George. Like it's it's different for him though, I think. It is. It is because he got a little bump to it and it's like yes. Oh, yes. all right. I see what you doing here but it's like the the thing the other thing about gospel music now is like it's it's just like 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 is there any scripture based for any of it mm. <laughs> like like don't get me wrong like I can I can see the inspiration in some things but in other things I'm just like Hey man, you could get a ton of songs out of the Bible and and rock. I promise you, you can. <laughs> but it just seemed like you know, it's just this uh, repetitiveness, and it's like I remember I had to stop going to concerts because it was like I'm gonna hear the same thing all night. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna hear the yeah. same thing all night, and it's and it's like, nah, it's like there's no there's and I ain't gonna say there's no because I do believe there's some artists out there, but because of the oversaturation of everything else, we don't get to hear them. So it's almost like we gotta dig and find like, oh, you do gospel music, and mm-hmm. I like it, cool. But like ninety percent of it, like if I go on iTunes right now, I'm pretty sure I could find at least five albums that sound similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or or some or or somebody trying to like take from R&B or somewhere that in, in that right. vernacular and try to force it in and put gospel words to it and it's like nah that's dumb <laughs> to me what should I think about Lecrae you like Lecrae nah, nah. no I mean nah. I just I, and I'll tell you why I'm just I'm not a I'm not a big Christian hip hop guy oh, okay. it's just like certain stuff that I just you know just certain stuff that you just want to be one way yeah you know, I just I just like my hip hop to be one way. I'm sorry, I, I can't I, I can't <laughs> well, really I like. like <laughs> yeah, I don't, I can't. Yeah. So you want the I, cussing and the vulgarness? So you want all the rap shit? I, I just stuff. want I just want bars. Like I'm not <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like what yeah, I'm there's I'm no there. It is hardly any bars like that. You be like, oh, that was hot. That was slick. How he said that. Like no, it's all the same. And now you got. You know, they take like the mumble stuff now where it's like that whole and I'm like and it's like you could throw anything simple in that where it's like, okay, you don't got to think that hard to put that in there. Like you don't. So George, I have a question for you. Okay, okay. So you said that you don't really care for Christian hip-hop. So what do you think about the Christian rappers that battle against each other that's that that's, <laughs> yo that is funny you say that that's, <laughs> do you know no. them I, I, no I, I don't know them I know one I know, I know one. two 
I know I know one personally. Um yeah. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, like like I just you know how like you just preferred HBO over the Disney Channel? It's just different. What? Like I mean <laughs> I think it will be di- very difficult to do that because you can't trash talk people. It don't get and then me you wrong. have to refer it back to you know you have to be very clever to say I don't know I think it's very challenging though. Right? Like, wait, now, have, when you say battling, do you mean Christian battle rappers battling each other or battling other battle rappers? No, battling each other. I that know they weird. have they have that entire they have entire Christian battle rap leagues. So this happens, and I know this because I'm a battle rap fan. I, I I like battle rap, but again, like I want my rap, my hip hop to be <laughs> a certain way. Like I'm sorry, like I don't. If I if I, I, if I want to worship, I'm gonna listen to "I Love You Jesus." I worship and adore you. I'm not trying to hear it. So, like uh, let's get in the presence of God. And, <laughs> Turn my mic left up. to them. <laughs> yo. Like, hey. yo, like, hey, don't get me wrong, they're just as skilled because I've seen, I've seen a couple, and and like I, the guy that I know that's one, he's really dope. He's really I've seen, dope. I've but seen him battle it, in other leagues though. Besides, but if it, like, if it wasn't the fact that I knew him, I wouldn't watch a minute of it. I wouldn't watch him end up. It just that's just that's just how that's just how it is for me. But I will say about the whole music as a whole, because even though I don't like something, I don't stop that from allowing it to be a part of my process. Like the two albums that I put out, I put rappers on them jokes. The first song got a rapper. And yeah, 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 right? Yeah, and like I promise you, it's the most popular song on my album, the first one. And I'm sitting here like everything that has breath. Yeah, like people are still like I, I was sitting in my, I was sitting home just chilling, not doing nothing. I get a notification on Facebook, and this barely happens to me. But I look, somebody's playing along to um the song. Yeah, I saw that. That was, was dope like, too. Yeah, he was killed. I was like, really? From eight years ago? I'm like, what? <laughs> so I repost the junk and then everybody's up there talking, yeah, this is my song. I still listen to this. I'm like, really? And I pr- and when I pr- I promise y'all, we cooked that joint up in about 20 minutes to half an hour. I was there. <laughs> well, yes, Rich was there. How could I forget? <laughs> We well, cooked that joint up. I was. We lit, I walked into the Tyler's. I walked into the studio. I was like, "The album is done," but I think we need an intro. And then Doobie <laughs> cooked up. Doobie cooked up the music, and then boom, bam, boom, the most popular song in the album, just like that. Like what, my, what's crazy about it is he's right, and I'll and I'll attest to it. That's a song that you could listen to. Like like you said, it's eight years old. Right. And we can still listen to it, and probably can still listen to it. Swap it out, put it on another album if you wanted to. But like with some other, like just some other music, it's like once the time goes, it goes. Anybody gonna go back to it? That's and that's what and that's what I believe is one of the issues with gospel music for me. 
And this is what I'm just, and I'm not making, this is not a blanket statement. And this is something that I definitely know it is an opinion. Even though I don't like my, my hip hop to be Christian or whatever, I know that people enjoy that. So I made sure I put it in the music. So I feel like the reason why these people are making these songs and they all sound alike is because they're all trying to please the greater population, I should say, of music fans. And so... And unfortunately, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a part two on this next week because I I definitely want James's take and Veronica's take and um Corey's take. Um, what happens is, and I know this this is one of the frustrations that I have as a songwriter. Like I feel like I can't do what's open and honest to me, or what I'm feeling is because because what I'm feeling because this is what the radio wants or this is what this is what's popping in CCM so if i do that if i do what's just popular yeah it's going to yeah it's going to be something that people like yeah people might sing it at their church a couple of weeks but at the end of the day it's just going to meld into the field of all yeah. the other records that sound just like that mm-hmm. and it's not going to stick out and and one thing that people don't understand, and then after I say this, I think we'll 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 lock off and y'all let me know how y'all feel. Y'all made the points. Gospel music has to compete against itself so greatly. You already have, if I asked y'all y'all favorite gospel songs or whatever, if y'all had to put together a playlist. Are y'all favorite gospel songs? I guarantee y'all, probably, I would say less than one, it'll be from this current time. It'll all be old favorites, old songs that made you feel a certain way or something like that. So we have to compete against history. So for me, and like, it was funny, I was talking to one of my boys today about, he was like, he getting back to the music. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing it again because it's like I'm competing against I'm competing against the Walter Hawkins and I literally people could just say to themselves why am I listening to this new song that sounds just like another new song that came out last week when I can listen to that Jay Moss album Jay that that first Jay Moss record (laughs) and I remember how that junk made me feel or I can listen to that Fred Hammond junk and I remember like ain't nothing ain't nothing ain't nothing coming out now touching bread of heaven Set down for glory. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What? Still, ain't ain't nothing still touching silver and gold, man. Ain't nobody yes. touching silver and gold. Silver ain't and nobody, gold. Nothing touching rain on us, boy. Ain't what? nobody touching bless. Bless is gonna bless? be is forever and ever. <laughs> that's the that's the song. How you put out a song and people all over the world is like that's the offering song. Like what? Universal. Like how did how did that happen? How does that happen? Because everybody say bless. That's why. <laughs> so that's why I feel like it's important for people that, that make gospel music to try their best to be as unique as possible. Not different. Not different because people that's just different just do it for the sake of it. And they end yeah. up and then they end up doing like what Rich said 
and like you know this is my new gospel trap song like new new like <laughs> be honest like with uniquely yourself. and authentically right be like be you but if if you is CCM that's cool but I gotta tell you something I'm gonna repeat this next week I promise you I'll repeat this next week Rich don't let me forget it CCM artists and the CCM CCM um what's the word of audience CCM artists and CCM audience do not want CCM music from black people don't and that and that's been known for years, but yet we will sing how great is our God and we've sung it. Now listen, you could buy there. L- listen, when you hear your favorite gospel artist get a CCM song and you love it and enjoy it and all of that stuff, and it's cool, they paid for that song. They bought that song. Those those same artists that are naturally CCM, they'll allow you to buy those records. But when you put them out, they're not listening Mm-mm. to them songs. No. And so if if that's so that's why I always tell people if that's your reasoning to make this song this way because this song is this popular with this set of people, I promise you you're doing it for the wrong reason. I guarantee you're doing it for the wrong reason because just like remember, y'all remember when um Beyonce sang with I think she sang with the Dixie Chicks. On a, an award show, she was singing country. Mm-hmm. You know, man, them country people got. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would think that like, the biggest star in the world is singing country. They'll be so excited. Like, no, mm-mm. we want it from us. They don't want, they do not want CCM from us. They don't want a lick of it from us. I'm so sorry if I have to hurt well, you. Yeah, they will come that. in and do a gospel album. They will come in and do an RB album. They will come in. And do a hip hop album, but will not let us into that that area that they are. Please, and please, I don't. I don't and another note, I don't want to see another gospel black gospel artist. If I see another acoustic guitar on a different artist, I'm gonna lose it. Because I'm Jonathan, trying to figure out when that became Jonathan a trend. Only Jonathan McReynolds is allowed to have an acoustic guitar. Get the only one because everybody else. I'm like, now when did you start playing? When did you start playing? When did you come on now? We gotta I'm continue like, this conversation next week because we've been going for a while. <laughs> man, we, got my second win, man. <laughs> look at him, look at him. We all amped up. It's another thing. It's 9-19 in Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's the young. Let me tell you something else. <laughs> But thank you so much. We will pick up the second part of this conversation next week. But again, as always, vote, vote, vote. We appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much. And as always, stay beautiful. I want to thank Rich. I want to thank Ronnie. I want to thank Talisa. I want to thank Corey. Everybody that's a part of this show. As always, stay beautiful. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace.